0: Welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Podcast. Stories by leaders for leaders. To help you raise the bar on your own excellence. To release the potential inside of you. Now, here's today's podcast. Greetings, everyone. This is Hugh Ballou, founder and president of Center Vision Leadership Foundation. Where we create synergy with a common vision. Um, we show up in, in, in life as a person of faith. Um, I have a fellow person of faith today. As you know, S- uh, Center Vision works with all nonprofits. It's about leadership generically. Um, we are called as people of faith, uh, I, my guest and I today, for good, sound faith principles, what we do. And we in, in church or synagogue or in nonprofits, we're stewards of, of other money. It's not our money. Everything is a gift from in, in our faith from God, but it's a gift from donors that we actually use for philanthropy. We improve people's lives. Center Vision, we say our work is transforming leaders, transforming organizations, transforming lives. So today will be a transformational experience. Vince, uh, tell them a little bit about your journey from seminary to business and why in the world do you have this business agora? Tell us a little bit about that. So just a capsule, your journey, and why you're doing this.
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of a rough childhood, but when I was 17, I had an experience with God that changed my life, and um, I ended up helping the homeless, got involved in ministry helping the homeless, and got really involved in that, and then I ended up going to Bible college, and, I, and so the first part of my life, I was really involved with the church, and I thought I would be spending a lot of time in, in ministry and things like that, helping them, which is it's still a big part of who I am, and I do it a lot, uh, help people, help homeless as much as I can. <clears throat> but in my 30s, I ended up getting into the business arena, and, and I, I, had, I had been del- healed and helped. God really helped me and really changed me in my 20s. And out of those changes, I had a newfound confidence, a newfound vision, and I knew God was with me. And so when I went to the business arena, I ended up being very successful and I attributed to a lot of the help that God had helped me with and changed me. And I ended up becoming a top salesperson in Yellow Pages. I started breaking records, national records, any company I got involved with, I would break records with them. And I really attributed it to what God had done in my heart, positive thinking, things like that. <clears throat> and then I joined this company, Gore Advantage, and just thinking I was going to be working it. Um, but I was one of the top salespeople, and the CEO stepped down, and they asked me to take over. And at first, I didn't necessarily want to do it, but um, I knew if I didn't take it over, we could have problems, and that maybe a new person wouldn't do all the things I felt that needed to be implemented. So I took on the challenge, and uh, we were $1.5 million in debt. They couldn't pay me. <laughs> and but i felt from God to do it and i ended up <clears throat> turning the company around um, we we transferred the debt into equity into a new company so 1.5 million dollars of debt got wiped off the books it was a miracle uh they gave me ownership in the company sweat equity and then i made the company um cash flow positive and they were able to pay me um, without certain with a certain amount of time so it all it all worked out now we're doing really good. We did get, we did get take, which I'm sure some people on here could uh, relate to this. We did take some hits during COVID and during COVID uh, you know, we're an internet marketing company. So my CFO said, Vince, are you prepared to lose 75% of your business? And I said, uh, well, no, and I, and I, I'm a man of faith. I take charge. I, I don't doubt. I don't live in fear. And I said, well, no, we're going to be, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. God's always helped us. And, and God really has helped us know, a lot of miracles in this company. So we ended up uh, going through that. We got the loan, uh, not a lot of money, but a little bit of money. We went through that money. And then after that money was taken up, we ended up getting um, one of the largest clients I'd ever gotten in my life. Just at one point, this company was doing 40, I think $44 million a year. The largest company for internet marketing that's a very very large company to, to obtain and we end up having one of our best years because of it and and then i brought in another guy that built ebay and put a million people in his organization he became one of the owners we rebuilt agora and and now we are rebuilt transformed took us a year after covid to rebuild everything and we're i mean it's really exciting what we put together we put together a really powerful program so that's the business side in a nutshell
0: well, and Agora is a platform that could be relevant to pretty much any business that does marketing. And, and you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of myths that we we tell ourselves, we, starting with the word nonprofit, which is not a philosophy. It's a tax classification. And then we have the scarcity thinking, even people of faith running a synagogue or a church, we just think, oh, we can't do marketing. We can't spend money that way. That's not what we're called to do. Well, wait a minute we need to be in touch with people where they are. And it's the the new vehicle. You know, when we, we read um, Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he sat on the hillside and there was thousands of people there and they could listen to him. Well, we don't do that in today's world. And we've got a fast-paced moving world and people need, need to be connected. So you have, you've paid the hard price and taken a, a company where it's really you spent a whole lot of money building out the website, a whole lot of money on technology. And you know it's it's now. I like to say in my work in ministry that that I continue learning because I've become a fine-tuned instrument for God to use. and that's that's my journey. Now, we're talking to a lot of people in a lot of lot of places in life. So we're not here to convert you. We're here to help you refrain, refrain from these these myths, refrain from this down thinking to really, transform your thinking paul said be trans be transformed by the renewal of your mind how do we renew our thinking so that it takes us where we're called to be and so there's there's other myths but there's myths around we can't pay good salaries we can't do marketing we can't take any risks um, and we kind of like the parable of talents we kind of bury <laughs> bury those talents and nothing happens with it. So what is your biggest passion? You have created this and we're not selling here, but we're, we have to talk about this amazing platform, Agora, and we'll give people a link so they can go look at it and then give them a link for how they can contact you. But this solves a whole lot of problems that saves people a whole lot of time. So what are some of the issues that this platform addresses that that helps people that are busy community leaders?
1: Well, for a business leader or for anyone, everyone needs internet marketing. Where we really excel is internet marketing. We have in one of our base level packages, we have uh, unlimited funnel building, website building, and we help people with those workflows and, and getting reviews. I teach a, a thing called the five pillars of the internet. Your website, review marketing, video marketing, social media marketing, and getting on Google. Every company needs that. Every company needs the five pillars of the internet. And also churches, nonprofits. I don't care who you are. I've worked with uh, nonprofit organizations. I work with churches. I work with businesses. You know, you really want to be found on Google. People want to see good reviews. You really have to have a social media game plan and when you put, and you also want, you also want people to find really good stuff. And a lot of companies don't even take advantage of video. And YouTube is owned by Google, and the second strongest search engine on the planet. And a lot of people don't really do much with that. So we put together strategies very simple. We help companies grow. I, when I look at a company, I take the five pillars of the internet. Within five minutes, I can tell you how successful they are or going to be online. I can look at their reviews on Yelp, on Google. I look at their website. I can look. Another thing, we teach people to study their competition. You know, you want to make sure your deals and your offers are competitive with anyone else. So you put that all together and, you know, you and, and I also teach companies to be number one. Now that doesn't work for a, a nonprofit, but let's say you're a chiropractor. I took a chiropractor here locally in my area and he had very few reviews, terrible website, very little presence. But I ended up making him number one in reviews. He had a better website. We, we made a really awesome website for him. Now he's got more reviews than anyone. And so it brought in a lot of business because of that. So we, we try to make it where that company shines. I mean, really shines on the internet. Well,
0: you know, let's look at the reviews piece. Now, donors are going to give money to trusted sources they want to it's not a return on investments it's a return on impact or a return on life so that we're giving money for a return but it's not coming back in our pockets so they're they're in and, and, and grant makers they want to see specific outcomes so i think that maybe the same paradigm would work for a church um, churches are in trouble because they don't really have a way to communicate the uniqueness of each each church or synagogue or faith community. We really don't have a, a, a methodology, and you know we're taught to be humble. But wait a minute, you really need to tell the story of how your work has impacted people's lives. So Vince, I'm thinking the same the same work because we're in a it's the business of church, the business of nonprofit. It's not a for profit business. It's a for purpose enterprise we're 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 we're, you know our our measurable outcomes is the quality of life for people who we service that's what philanthropy means love of humankind and that's the the business we're in but golly gee we tie our hands because we don't have these tools at our disposal so uh,
1: what are some of the other jesus Uh was jesus was a businessman he was a carpenter before he started Uh, which that was a business when he went to peter which i we talked yesterday he told him to cast the net on the other side and he got more he did it twice and multiplied the fish that was his business he has the ability to multiply the blessing on a business also when it comes to reviews uh there's many times he told when he did a miracle he told people not to say anything but if you look at the man the gadnerines he told him to go back and tell people what great things the Lord had done for them. And what happened is, is he went to those 10 cities, told everyone, and they came out. Also the woman at the well, when he, when he spoke to her, she went and testified and brought it in so it's no different we need to get those reviews and those testimonies of what god has done on the internet god jesus now he didn't have the internet but he was still using people to do testimonies you know and the bible says uh we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony testimonies play a really big part in churches and they need to be out there people need to see them because jesus was able to go back into those 10 cities after the man the Ganneries went there and they received them because he was like a forerunner to them. So so the testimonies play a big part. They play a big part in business, they play a big part in church, they play, I don't care what you're in. People wanna see reviews, they wanna hear what's going on, they wanna get feedback from the community what what you're doing good.
0: So, you know, the the argument I hear from everybody in this sector, now we have 1.6 million 501 C something organizations, most of those are C3 which would include communities like Chambers of Commerce, which would include churches, synagogues, community charities, educational institutions. So we have a whole lot of people in this tax classification, and there's a wide variety of effectiveness, which to me boils down to leadership. Now, the burnout rate with all those sectors is very high today, and we can blame some of it on COVID, but we can blame some of it on the leadership, the bad leadership that we've been taught and the and the systems that we've been handed. So it's time to rethink the systems. And one of them that you provide a, you know, it's it's not a shortcut, but it's really a tool that you can magnify what you're doing without adding a whole lot of time, especially this isn't something the top leader, the pastor or the executive director ought to be doing personally but it ought to be somebody on their team that really gets technology. They could amplify the work of what everybody's doing. So how difficult is it for somebody who's got a passion for technology and wants to learn how difficult is it for them to develop a program with all of these things you're talking about and start putting, putting the organization on a significant roadmap to success.
1: Well, one thing we do is we do handholding. So when someone comes in, you know, we do have a lot of group sessions, but you know, when someone buys one of our packages, we also have an hour where we take, get them set up, get everything set up for them. And then, uh, you know, they can also, we do a lot of classes, teachings. We have a lot of stuff that's already pre-recorded they can go in and listen to. And then we, do, we try to handhold people as much as we possibly can. Now, one of our products to go to the reviews, we have a product that is patent pending that it's the only one that you can get a video testimonial from a text message app. From a phone, so we we're able to use that that product. But we like to handhold cu- companies and t- people and help them as much as we can, because it's nothing worse to buy something and you don't know what to do with it, don't know how to initiate it.
0: Now, for those that are watching the video, um, there's there's a, um, Agora Advantage, and I'll put the link in. Now, just to we teach people there are multiple streams of revenue. And Centervision is an affiliate partner of this. We've not done anything with it yet. So that's just to be very transparent about it. So one of the eight streams of revenue is earned income from book sales, from product sales, from you know other things like that that are within the mission of what you're you're doing. IRS wants to see the, the, the business generated revenue related to your mission, then it's not taxable revenue. So it's one of the solid streams. So in, in Agora Advantage, you know, there's home about reviews, free consultations. There's a number of places and there's a, um, there, there's a, is there a place for people to connect you with? Click people? on
1: access now, that's, uh, access now. And then, so we, we have two different options scroll down. One, if you're a business owner and just want help, or if you would like to uh, make money, you know, you, if you want to resell these products, let's go, if you could go down to want to help a business and click on that one get started as no the other one uh yeah that went there thank you so this one here you know and if you could click to get started today just click that button this this describes what i'm going to show you now these are our packages and these are starter packages Uh, so we provide the entertainment guide which takes 100 i mean i just went the other day got seven dollars off a meal Uh, if you scroll down a little bit and you can expand each section. But we have the Agora Opportunity, the Agora University, Mac support. Uh, we have a video conference conferencing tool. These things are all included inside of these packages. If you could, if you could just uh click on the Agora Business Compass and t- just that plus button down there. That one right there, yeah. So,
0: so if you're be- if you're listening to the podcast, you're not seeing this, of course, but you can yeah. you can go to Agora Advantage and I'll put well, the link will be in your podcast program, but you know, I don't want to get too deep in the technology. Uh, that shows but, your
1: thing we offer on that page.
0: So um, it's a, it's what we want to do is make things easier because the work we do in in nonprofit communities is very difficult. But you know, Vince, we make it more difficult than it really should be. And so our 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 goal is to help people develop systems. What happens when you're not there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, uh, it, w- being able to delegate is one of the most difficult things that I've encountered with leaders in anywhere. But really, we have this mindset in, in our faith communities and our nonprofits that the narrative I hear is, well, I, as a leader, I ought to be willing to do it myself. Well, the operative word there is willing. And so finding somebody who's willing to do it and you tutor them and and then you offload that piece because they're volunteer because they have a passion for supporting the mission of the organization. And it, when you're doing stuff, you're getting in their way. You're robbing somebody of that that ability to step up and and
1: and be a volunteer there. So so well, oh, you have to think about too. <clears throat> every organization's trying to grow, right? And so I, I I can give you multiple examples. I'll tell you I was working with this uh um community of, of this and they were doing um, messianic christianity a little church they would meet on saturday there's only a few of them in the area well it, people had come to that group because they found them online and they came from like an hour away two hours away i've also seen churches where they didn't do much and they didn't have either have reviews or the or their time was off of their service i was going to go to this one but you know their time was off uh, when they were going to have their service on on Google. So what happens is, is that people want to grow their business. We don't realize people are searching, searching and looking, looking on internet. Let's say you have someone, a new family coming to an area. They're going to go on, they're going to look for a new church. And based upon what they see is where they're going to go. If they don't have word of mouth. So a lot of ministers are depending upon word of mouth, which don't get me wrong. It really can grow. You know, if you have, if you have something really powerful, it will grow by word of mouth. But there's tons and tons of people that are searching online, looking, they want to hear your message, they want to see what you have going on. And if you don't present that very well online, then you could miss out on a whole bunch of people that would come to your church. Well, or, or your community. Or your organization, or your nonprofit, or get involved, whatever it is, you know, they're, they're looking. Millions and millions of searches are being done for all types of things. And they're, they're looking at the reviews. They're looking at what you have to offer. They're looking where you're located, you know, so you want to have all that stuff really clearly uh, mapped out on your website and also on your Google, my business.
0: And I can tell you any, any mid-level organization, church, nonprofit, whatever, we really aren't very good at the website piece. And we are not very good at keeping it up to date. And so there's an integrity piece when people are confused, they're going to leave. Um, so and they're not going to go if they don't if they can't trust you to have the information. You know there's only so much people are going going wade through before they say, "Okay, I've had enough." And we're doing uh, Centervision's doing a leadership empowerment symposium. It's going to be a live event here in Lynchburg, Virginia. It's also going to be a virtual event. So talk a minute about hybrid events. we We do something. Events are a big piece of what we do. Now, of course, churches and synagogues gather on a regular basis. Um, nonprofits do things, but we could have regular sessions where we do things live, events live, and we can also make them virtual events. A, it's an income generator. B, it's a motivator for all those people that are stakeholders. C, it's acquainting people with who you are as leaders. And four, it's letting them know the stories about what's happened. So it's it's establishing the relevance of that. So Why is that so hard for leaders
1: to figure out that that's a priority? It's a golden question, right? (laughs) I don't know. But the ones that do get it really take off. And, And also, you know, technology and also COVID. So technology has increased where we can do a lot more online, which is unfortunate I don't tap into that. A lot of people are afraid of technology. But, you know, I believe technology is of God. You know, we've learned, you know, it can be used of God. All tech, all technology can be used either, either for God or for the devil. And so people have to make a decision what they're going to do with it. But, you know, like Zoom, what we're using right now, you can reach, you can reach more people on your Zoom than you ever could probably in just your local community now.
0: We have listeners all over the world. And we yep. have members in our online community all over the world. And there's people doing really good work in Africa that, Come in our, our gatherings on a regular basis, and they're able to do it for a click of a button with technology. And and you know I I know people and I'm close to people I have never met in person in Australia and in Africa, Europe, um, Scotland. You know I've I've been in groups with these people Mexico, and I've never seen them face to face. But we've developed a relationship online. So there's it doesn't replace face to face, but golly gee we can get a lot more done. You just think of how much travel time you're saving when you have a bunch of Zoom meetings. So what are some other things that people really need to think? So so you mentioned a multi-dimensional experience. So the marketing, now let's segment, let's, let's define terms. There's, there's PR, public relations, there's marketing, and there's sales. So those are very distinctly different channels. Do you want to describe your sense of those three and why they're all three important
1: well pr is um you know that's that's your public that's your image what you're what you're about what's your why people want to know about you know are you a good person you know so you're it's, it's your presentation your marketing is how you get that presentation out all over the place like would be like it could be billboards, it could be magazines, it could be the internet, it could be a website, it could be a video, it could be all types of stuff. And then when you're talking about sales, and I like to say this, I don't care how back in the day you could be the greatest salesperson in, in, in excel. Nowadays. You could be the greatest salesperson but if people go online and find bad reviews about your company <laughs> you're sunk in the water but sell, so i believe the pr and the marketing really help the sales nowadays where before people could pull it off they could go somewhere they could smooth talk someone and get the sale nowadays you really can't you can't do that because if someone goes online and finds a bunch of bad stuff about you you're dead in the water but if they find a bunch of good stuff about you then you can also really increase, it can really increase your sales also. So, so those are the three angles of that. PR, marketing, and sales.
0: The PR, you were talking about the reviews. That's part of your PR, isn't it? You know,
1: yeah, PR and marketing, you know, they kind of go together. But yeah, you want you want to have how people, what people think about you in your community. Uh, you know, People want to see a number of people that have thought that you've done business with that think very well of your company.
0: So um, let's talk a minute about the power of video that you mentioned. And um, I'm I'm working on a um, a seminar for Dr. Roberta Gilbert for clergy, specifically um, Bowen Family Systems, and I'm getting some testimonies from people. And when you can see people and feel their passion and you say, "Ah," and the testimonies have to be spot on with, this is why I took this program and this is the results of this program. So give us a little context of how do you structure a testimony for, for video and how long should it be? And then what what are the components of that?
1: Yeah. Well, there's three parts to a testimony. You have who you are, which you know, state your name. You don't have to do your full name. You're concerned about that. People know who you are. Then you need to state exactly what happened. And you don't want to make you know like, "Center Vision's great." <laughs> that that doesn't do anything. You want to st- you want them to say something in particular that people could relate to, like they help me with a thought or they help me organization or something that people can relate to. Uh, And then finally a call to action End it with a call to action. So if you need help in this area, then I would call center vision, right? So those are your three parts and it it doesn't have to be more 30 seconds to a minute. You can get that covered. Say you are, get down, you know, get down to bit. Don't make it too long. The shorter, the better, not too short not too long, I would say 30 seconds to a minute, you can get a really good testimony. But you want to give a nugget, a real nugget of how they helped you something in particular, like I know one gal was a real estate agent. And she said, we wanted to hear the sound of a train and our real estate agent found to put us near a railroad track, right. And, um, or, or this real estate agent, they were during Christmas, I would call them and they would answer the phone all the time. Like some people really want, you know, to find out in real estate, if, they're going to be there for them. So whatever it is, or they didn't charge me too much, you know, it was a really good fair price. Something, or they, or anything I requested, or they didn't make a mess after they were finished. They cleaned everything up. So something in particular you want them to say that relates to what they did. So name awesome. what they did. And then you want to end it with a call to action because some people don't know how to end that video. So just say, so if you need help and you want some of them to do a really good job and clean up afterwards, I I recommend this plumber, right?
0: So Saturday, my rotary group went and volunteered at a a food for families charity where people come through and get food. Otherwise they wouldn't have food for their families. So we had these executives mingled in and people had shopping cart. We were helping them find the right food. And some people needed needed help physically because they, they were disabled. And you know, the amount of clarity we had on the need for this, and many people that went to volunteer didn't even know this long-standing charity existed. They knew something about it. So I'm thinking an experience like that, I came and this is what I saw, and this is the value of what this gives to our community. And it doesn't take long. And we tend to want to tell people everything about it. It's like the the young son that went to his mother and says, I, I want to ask a question about this. She said, why don't you ask your father? He said, because I don't want to know that much about it. Now, that could go either way. But we tend to go on and tell people everything about it when really we want to help those people giving a testimony. They're excited and they want to share a lot. But here's what we need. boom! And just like you said, so it's our job to give them an outline. And then we might need to edit it a little bit at the end, but we really want to be concise because we're not in a sprint. I mean, a, a marathon society, people don't read long things as much as they do the sprint society, short things. So that's a really good tip. Get some video, put it on your site, put it on, on YouTube, and then embed it in your site. Cause you can get the code from YouTube. And then in YouTube, what are some secrets for getting it found like keywords or descriptions? People don't find it unless you help them find it. Right.
1: So in when you're loading up a video on YouTube, there's a term called SEO, search engine optimization, and that has to do with the terms people are searching for. <clears throat> so one, what I would do is put something, like if you're a plumber, you want to say plumber, or maybe uh, if you're a realtor, you want to have some search term that people would find. I also like to add the name of my company. You can put a hundred characters in there, but your title is going to be the most important. And then, secondary, what you put down below in your subtitle down there, you have a place to do your description. You want to reiterate. I usually copy the title, put it down there. I also put a link to my website right there so people can link or call to action, a phone number. And then I put a whole bunch of keywords. I put as many keywords in there as possible. Then they have tags. I take those keywords and I stick it down to the tags. You want to do those three spots. If you do that, your video will climb and get found quickly. If you don't do it, if you don't put a search term in there that people are looking for, then it's just gonna sit there, and no one's gonna find it. Yes. <laughs> so, so if you awesome. do windows, put windows. If you're a plumber and I'm a plumber, you know, or did your sink break? Uh, did you did your window break? Do you need a new window? Is your garage door broken? You know, like you want to put a key term, you know how how to fix a broken garage door and then state your company name right and then down description up, to, up top you want to put a link to your website a lot of people don't do those simple things like how can they find you right they post a video and then they got where's your phone number where's the link to your website also if you put a link to your website in your youtube account it's one of the best backlinks to your website which could cause your website to climb up into the search engines so i worked with a company and i put over 550 videos online and put a backlink to his website over and over and over again 500 and, the, and that's one of the best backlinks you can get for a website which really so you can use the video to also help your website also to uh, on a side note. People will stay on a website 80% more when video is present also it will convert 85% more. If you have video present, you get higher conversion. So people will stay longer on your website and it will convert more. They've already proven it if you have video. So one thing I like to do is I like to take testimonies and I like to turn them into a, uh, a marketing video. So I'll take a small clip of a testimony. I'll put your logo, have them state what they're saying and then, and then put some nice music behind it and then do a call to action at the end, which is call me, do this. And those are very effective and you can do them pretty inexpensively.
0: Vince, this is the biggest gap I see. People are just so pleased with what they're doing, but they don't tell anybody and they don't have a system like this. So one more piece, it has to be, excuse me, it has to be done on a regular and consistent basis, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, because someone doesn't want to see a review from, let's say you have 500 reviews, but the last one you got was five years ago. People want to see some recent stuff, right? You don't have to do a lot, but you you want to, you want to, they want to see, was this within the last month or was this in the last two years or three years? Because if it's farther back, they think, well, they might've been great then, but they're not great now. So you want to have, you want to keep things current. Plus you should be popping up videos on YouTube on a regular basis because, uh, because they do get found. They really keep your company relevant, but on the, on the reverse. Now a video can last a lifetime. I've done some videos for people back in 2008. They're still there working for them, reviews, but they still, but you know, you want to have new ones too. If you're watching this show on
0: YouTube, click the link on the bottom to get to our website (laughs) because it's going to be there and you know, you can join our community. We are better together. Our motto is let's get together and we can magnify, we can magnify our effectiveness if we learn to collaborate together. So Vince Edward, uh, Vince Baker, you've given me some really good ideas. You know, I've done 310 of these interviews and I learned something every time, but this has been very helpful today. And you're very busy running this company. And I asked you yesterday, if you could fill in an open slot, you said, absolutely. So thank you for accepting that. So there's a lot of pivots I've had today in my thinking, oh yeah, why can't we do this? Why can't we recruit somebody and let them learn how to do this? We can set the goals. It's the leader's job to articulate the vision and then define the goal, and then that person can do the work. So you've given us a whole lot of useful, applicable information in this short interview. Thank you for that. As we end this interview, what wish or what challenge or what tip do you want to leave with people today?
1: Well, we've talked about the business and everything, but you know, our title was how being a Faithful business servant empowers your mission. I do want to say this. Um always operate with your conscience. Never violate your conscience in business. And if you do that, you'll always be successful because there's a lot, of, you know, we have to be governed. So whatever we're doing, we have all these great things going on. But I, I was in a business meeting and I was working with this multi-million dollar client and I was going to bill him. And my conscience triggered me and said, Vince, you didn't do that work you're billing him for. And I had a moment right there where I could have, and he didn't know it and I could have taken his money. So he went to go write the check. And so I thought, well, what do I do? And so I, I told him, I said, I didn't do the work right here, what you're paying me for, but I will do the work. And he agreed to that. So in business, you know, all these things are great. Operate by your conscience, your conscience, let it always be your guide and don't do anything to violate your conscience in business. I just want to give that as a nugget to end with
0: those are strong principles thank you for sharing all these great tools with us today um vince baker agora is the company and it's the place to learn about so the link will be in your podcast narrative or on the page at the nonprofitexchange.org. so thank you for being our guest today on the show
1: thank you for having me and uh look forward to talking to everyone i
0: Thank you for watching the Nonprofit Exchange. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.